are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So... Ooh, here we are! Yes, another week, a brand new episode of TKO. Here we go. I still can't believe that we actually went past 100 episodes of TKO. And here we are with episode 102. Yes, here we go. And I believe this is actually going to be officially the first um, new episode of the new year of 2019 that is actually going to be featuring some juicy juicy breakdowns okay because as I told you guys previously for our previous episodes unfortunately you know we used to have a lot of really good fight cards just before new year's and you know after new year's we honestly didn't have anything to break down so mostly what we did was just to talk about some you know mma gossip and boxing gossip some fight announcements for the whole year you know what have you but today we're actually going to be having a lot of breakdowns here on the show not just mma but also boxing so today yes you guessed it right we are going to be thoroughly breaking down the Phenomenal boxing fight between actually the most anticipating uh, the most anticipated boxing fight of the year so far, which is going to be a fight between Manny Pacquiao and Adrian Broner. And not only that, on the same night, Saturday night, we are also going to be having another fight card, but it's actually going to be for the UFC, of course, and it's going to be the first ever UFC fight night on ESPN, and it's going to be headlined by a great bout, a great championship bout, actually between the flyweight champion Henry Cejudo who's going to be defending his title his flyweight title against the bantamweight champion at the UFC TJ Dillashaw okay so that's the main event of this UFC fight night and also there's going to be a lot of other great fights happening on that same car so depending on whether or not we're going to have enough time for the whole show we may or may not get into those other fights as well we'll see how things go okay so those are the main breakdowns that we have lined up for today. And of course, um, I don't know what is actually happening with the world of combat sports right now, but there's actually a lot of drama, a lot of gossip, as always, and a lot of controversy. So again, depending on how much time we're going to have for this week, we might get into a few of those as well. So without further ado, and you guys already know me, I talk a lot when I actually get passionate about something. So I try not to waste any time on any subject and I try to be as precise as possible. That is my New Year's resolution for this show, TKO. Okay, so what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay. Now, actually, I think we're proper to get started with that gossip, quote unquote gossip that I told you guys about. So <laughs> let's get right into it. So we've already talked about this. I think for like four, four back-to-back episodes, we've been talking about this issue. And it's honestly like 
really on my nerve right now because I, it's actually taking time away from our episodes. But still, it, I would not sleep at night properly if I didn't, if I wouldn't actually talk about these type of issues here on the show. So like we, we were talking about in our previous episodes, John Jones, right? We were talking about him because he actually had a fight at UFC 232, correct? It was against um, Alexander Gustafson, the title challenger for the light heavyweight championship belt. And right before the fight, we already talked about how John Jones actually tested positive for a banned substance by the United States Anti-Doping Agency. And the substance is actually called Terenable. Right, so Terenable, it doesn't, um, you know how sometimes when you use, I mean, not to imply that you guys ever use steroids or anything to get bulkier or whatever when you're working out or training, but for this particular substance, for Terenable, um, it actually helps you a lot with your strength and just overall performance and endurance. And this specifically actually helps a lot with sports like combat sports because you're not necessarily looking into getting bulkier or actually gaining weight. It just helps you increase your performance without any changes in your weight. And so allegedly, John Jones... Um, you know, willingly or just unknowingly, he had actually consumed the substance terrible and there were picograms of the substance in his bloodstream and the United States Anti-Doping Agency. So the UFC authorities on behalf of the United States Anti-Doping Agency, they came out saying that, listen, with this specific substance, Terenable, how it actually works is that it, it, it works in a pulsative um mannering release if that makes sense so uh, even though he might have used a substance in 2017 in the july of 2017 he might still get uh, some very very little amounts of the substance renewable in his bloodstream because that's just the way it's actually released into the bloodstream um, because it's actually stored in different tissues in the body, for example, fat tissues. And then over time, over a long period of time, it will just little by little get released into your body so that it can actually help with your performance. But they're saying that John Jones actually didn't recently take the substance and that one time that he took the substance, again, willingly or unknowingly, years back it's still showing its its results and so that's what they were actually arguing for correct and now they actually showed the result of john jones's um um uh like blood work blood blood test right after his fight with alexander gustafson so again remember before his fight with gustafson he still had a few picograms of trinable in his bloodstream and lo and behold, right after the fight, so there actually hasn't been a lot of time between that first sample that was obtained that actually included the picograms and the sample that was obtained right after the fight. So that's, the time period is actually really small, correct? And when they actually got that second sample from John Jones, he shows no signs of terrible, not even picograms in his bloodstream whatsoever. And remember, like I told you, the USADA representatives from the UFC were actually telling us that it's a it's a pulsative uh, release that is actually the the mechanism of the substance in this body. And again, this makes no sense because if it was present three weeks back, then why is it not present right now, 
just just a few weeks after because if you have the the equipment to detect that little amount of trendable in the body that is at the at the level of picograms you should still be able to detect it a few weeks after it's not like the substance just magically disappeared in your in your body it should still be present and this is what i do not get it's just doesn't work out scientifically and it, it just again there's just something fishy about this and i really hope that the truth is actually revealed at least revealed to us the fans out here because we really do have the right to to know what is actually going on and whether or not it, an athlete is actually cheating or if he or she is clean and we all have the right to know that and i just wish that the the representatives especially the people from the anti-doping agencies and the athletic commissions were just more honest with us as the fans. And that's just all I have to say in regards to that. So we'll see because John Jones, if you, in case you actually didn't know, we talked about it, I think, in our previous episode. So John Jones is going to be fighting Anthony Smith in a few months. And we'll see how the drug testing actually goes for that particular fight and whether or not he's going to test positive or not for that fight okay so again i will definitely keep you guys updated in regards to that and um yeah there's just a lot of drama with john jones overall but i'm just gonna keep it there okay so there was that so now that that is actually out of the way we can freely talk about our breakdowns so i'm actually really excited about this particular breakdown that i'm about to do because as you might recall i've been talking about this particular boxing fight for for many many weeks even before new year's so hopefully it's going to be interesting actually like the fight itself is actually going to be interesting this upcoming saturday so again let's get right into it so once again we are going to be happy having manny pacquiao fighting off against adrian broner now let's talk about these guys like individually first and then talk about how the fight could potentially play out on fight nights in, uh, um i think it's going to be in las vegas so let's talk about them so first of all let's talk about manny pacquiao i mean if you are a huge boxing fan of course you know who manny pacquiao is even though he's not really like a heavyweight fighter and he usually fights at at those lighter weight divisions he's still a name that that always almost pops up to your mind and whenever you hear his name it's just you you just think about his boxing legacy overall and the and the notable people that he's actually fought overall in his whole uh, professional career so first of all Manny Pacquiao of course he's an eight division world champion so um like I was saying in the in the lightweight divisions that he was fighting at because you know in boxing the the weight divisions the difference between them is just about like five pounds or 10 pounds so the guys can actually lose weight or or, or gain weights depending on what they actually want to do in regards to their uh, and their uh, regarding to their weight division so they can do whatever they want and it's just so much easier in boxing especially when you want to cut weights and you know sometimes say you you could have actually fought at 125 pounds but then things have actually changed with your body and you can't really cut down to that weight division so you just 
just cut down to something like 130 and that's a whole other weight division but it's just it's just so much more accommodating I feel like in boxing which is really good for the athletes themselves as well and so much safer and healthier for them of course so like I said Manny Pacquiao is the eight division world champion in boxing and he usually fights at 147 pounds which is actually welterweight in boxing now, let's talk about his professional record, okay? So, Manny Pacquiao, he has actually had 60 wins, 60 professional wins, and only seven losses. And I don't know about you guys, but come on, that's that's a lot, especially when you're talking about someone like Manny Pacquiao, and he's only 40 years old. I mean, yes, when you, when you think about boxing as of now, like the modern era of boxing, of course, some of the biggest names that pop to mind are names of people like Floyd Money Mayweather but again Floyd Money Mayweather he's only fought 50 or so fights and yes of course he's won all of them but then you know that doesn't take anything away from people like Manny Pacquiao I feel like Manny Pacquiao he's like the shadow of some other guys in in boxing in this day and age of boxing has actually like he's being overshadowed by guys like Floyd Money Mayweather and I really hope that we as the fans, as the combat sports purists, truly understand the value of people like Manny Pacquiao. Because like I said, just look at his record. It's 60 wins and only seven losses. And that's that's pretty remarkable. I don't know about you, but that is indeed really remarkable. And so like I was saying, um, both of these guys actually have had many notable fights. So first of all, with Manny Pacquiao, like I said, uh, as of as of recently, the I would say the most important fight that he has actually had recently in the past few years was the fight that he actually had against uh, Floyd Money Mayweather. And I remember personally the fight that the two actually had, and it was called the fight of the century and whatnot. And you know, everybody was talking about it. I still remember to this day how how the hype was actually for that fight between Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. And as we all know, uh, we of course know what the outcome of that fight was. Of course, it was it was a very close fight, but. Uh, Mayweather, of course, won that fight because that's how usually things are with Mayweather. But still, again, that doesn't take anything away from how great of a fighter Manny Pacquiao is. Like I said, it was a very close fight. And um, actually, hint, hint, it would be really interesting to see a potential rematch between these two guys. And I'll talk about that in more detail in a few minutes. So Manny Pacquiao, of course, he's fought recently. He's fought uh, Floyd Money Mayweather. And he's also fought Oscar De La Hoya. Of course, he's won that fight. And not only that, but he's also fought guys like um, Lucas Matisse, Jesse Vargas, Shane Mosley, Miguel Cotto. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And this guy is just out of this world. And um, just to talk about his um, overall fighting style. So he's a, he's actually a southpaw. And the way he actually the way he actually fights in his fights, he delivers a lot of speed, and that's just almost unprecedented when you when you look back at the history of those um, lighter weight divisions. And yes, of course, the lighter weight allows you to be more dynamic and um, have better footwork and things like that. But 
Manny Pacquiao is just so special and uh, the speed that he delivers in the actual fights. I mean, yes, of course, you see some guys that, you know, when you when you look at their training videos, they, they do a lot of phenomenal things. But when it actually comes to the actual fight, maybe it's just like the quote unquote stage fright or something like the ring fright, I guess you would call it. But they just don't deliver like how they would actually do it um, in their training and practice. But Manny Pacquiao, he's a different guy. And that's what actually makes him unique and distinguishable because he's able to properly transfer everything that he does in practice to the actual fight. And um, his speed from if you if you look at the videos um, from his training and how speedy his punches are and how fast he throws combinations, it's almost almost the same, like I would say 95 percent the same speed in his actual fights. So that's a pretty remarkable thing. And um, his cardio is just out of this world. And even though he does throw those uh, really fast punches and combinations, his his endurance doesn't decline. And throughout the whole fight, he's able to, uh, well, at least at his prime. Okay, let's be realistic here. At least at his prime, even though he would throw all those punches at such a fast rate, his cardio wouldn't decline. But of course, he's 40 years old now. And even even if you're like a uh, like the greatest the greatest of all time, you, you you're still human. Okay, you're not a superhuman, and you would just overall your overall performance would just decline as of age. But again, we shall wait and see how many Pacquiao is actually going to fight into the uh, actually going to come into this fight and whether or not he's going to maybe reestablish some of the some of the old ways and some of the old um, fighting manners that he used to have back in the day when he was still at his prime. Again, that doesn't mean that he's not a good fighter right now because he's kind of sort of just a little bit out of his prime because he's 40 years old, but he's still, I mean, there's a reason why he's still fighting because he still has it in him, okay? So let's not forget that. So like I said, Manny Pacquiao, his speed is 100% and it's just it's just out of this world. It blows my mind personally. And so, yes, it, w- it would make sense for Manny Pacquiao for uh, for him to actually come into this fight and try to outbox Adrian Broner like that with his speed, try to overwhelm him with the great volume of punches and try to just distract him like that. And um, even though you might think that the person that is actually throwing that great volume of punches is going to get tr- tired, well, actually, the person that is absorbing all of those um, great shots is going to get tired too. So even though the person that is actually absorbing the punches is, may not actually throw a lot of punches himself, but he's actually going to get tired because of all the the bruises, you could say, and all the um, like the absorption that has actually occurred because it actually does hurt. I don't know if you've actually experienced this yourself, but when you get punched in the face repeatedly, it's going to slow you down and it's going to make your head hurt and um, you're just not going to be your 100% self. So it's, yeah, it's just not good. So again, if Manny Pacquiao actually uses that strategy in this fight against Adrian Broner, I would say uh, things are actually going to be in favor of him um, like a lot. So that's the thing with Manny Pacquiao. And now, of course, it would be fair to talk about Adrian Broner. So Adrian Broner, of course, he is also a a very notable um, boxer as of the modern era. 
And again, it's just this thing with me, whether like if I feel like regardless of who you talk about in boxing right now, especially in those um, lighter weight divisions, like the welterweight weight division and like the 147 pounds or uh, just those type of weight divisions, you're always going to almost talk about Floyd Mayweather because because of his shine. He like he some of the other fighters were overshadowed by his presence like his star power and they weren't really shown to the world to the public but now that Floyd Money Mayweather is sort of retired we can now see the true uh, the true wa- uh, value and, and star power of, of these people themselves okay in the world of boxing right now and Adrian Broner is just another guy that has actually been I would say yes overshadowed by Mayweather for most of his career but now it is his time to shine and as of right now this is actually his biggest fight okay of his professional career overall because yes, even though he has actually had notable fights against guys like Marcos Maidana and Pauli Malinaji and Mikey Garcia and Jesse Vargas, you know, guys like that, this is this takes his professional career to a whole nother level because hey, we're talking about Manny Pacquiao, like, come on, he's a legend. And if Adrian Broner is actually able to defeat Manny Pacquiao in this fight, then big things are actually awaiting him. And it will be really, really exciting to see, um, you know, some of the future future paths that are going to be followed after that for Adrian Broner in terms of his professional career. So, um, again, because I talk a lot, I'm not sure if I already talked about his um, professional record. So Adrian Broner is actually 33 and three. So 33 wins and three losses only. And um, he's actually so much younger than Manny Pacquiao. I think he's actually in his 30s if I'm not mistaken but he definitely here he definitely has the age advantage here because he's younger obviously his body is not going to give out as as much and um, yeah things could potentially be in favor of him physically um, he himself is also a three division world champion and he usually fights at 140 pounds uh, the division at 140 pounds and um, he hasn't actually I don't think he's obtained the 140 pounds belt he's just he's always been at the top though he's always been a top contender in the 140 pounds division now uh about his fighting style he's actually orthodox and um he he is actually not really similar to Manny Pacquiao when it comes to fighting styles because he's not necessarily the fastest puncher in the weight division but when when the time actually comes he can throw a lot of accurate and powerful punches which are actually really really remarkable for that weight division because like I was saying when you're lighter obviously your punches are not going to have that perfect knockout power if that makes sense so your punches have to be super accurate and just overall really uh, really have a lot of momentum to them for them to actually have that knockout power and Adrian Broner's punches listen they actually do have that they do possess that and this is actually something that distinguishes him from Manny Pacquiao in this particular fight because let's be honest here Manny Pacquiao he doesn't really have that knockout power especially as of now like I said because he's aged he's 40 and um, it's just like we didn't really see him 
do that in his prime even it like not to say that he's never really had any knockouts of course that would be that would be lying if we said Manny Pacquiao never really had any knockouts but we're, I'm just saying that overall it, it would make sense for Manny Pacquiao to just um, win the fights through decision rather than finishing the fights through knockouts but Adrian Broner is actually um, the opposite because he actually possesses that knockout power and um, that's actually really dangerous for Manny Pacquiao in this fight. So, yes, this fight, as you can imagine, is going to be really exciting. Um, it's just really exciting to see, first of all, with what, with what mentality does each guy actually come into the ring with? For whether or not, first of all, Manny Pacquiao is going to be in shape. Of course, I know he's in shape because I've actually watched videos of him training with his legendary trainer, uh, Freddie Roach. He, like I said, he demonstrates a lot of speed when he throws combinations in practice, and hopefully he's able to trans transfer that, all of that, to the actual fights. And for Adrian Broner, again, uh, you know, I'm not really sure because, we. I mean, personally, maybe this is the wrong way to actually judge him, but there actually haven't been a lot of videos of him training, and it's mostly him just, just going places and... You know, we're going to different famous people telling him, oh, yes, you're going to win this fight against Manny Pacquiao. You know, just talk to famous people, famous rappers like Rick Ross um, and then wishing him a good luck in this particular fight. I mean, yes, that could act that could definitely boost your confidence in this fight. But is it going to help you physically to 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 overcome some of the challenges that Manny Pacquiao could potentially throw towards you? Yeah, I'm not really sure. But again, please don't let that take away from how how potentially good this fight is going to be. Of course, definitely give this fight a watch on Saturday night. I know it's going to be happening around the same time as um, the UFC Fight Night's ESPN card, which is going to be headlined by the fight between TJ Dillashaw and Henry Cejudo. And speaking of which, I don't, mm, I'm not sure if we're going to have enough time to talk about all the fights that are going to be happening on that specific UFC card, but I'm just going to give it a try, see how we go. But again, please do not forget Manny Pacquiao versus Adrian Broner happening this upcoming Saturday. I believe that is January 19th. Yes, January 19th. Make sure you catch up with it on Showtime. Okay, so there's that. And now let's quickly, very quickly go through that UFC Fight Night ESPN card, which is actually happening in Brooklyn. So it's happening on the same night, January 19th. Um, I'm just going to briefly talk about the main event of the evening. Of course, the, the flyweight bouts, championship bouts between the current flyweight champion, Henry Cejudo, and he's going to be fighting off against the bantamweight champion, TJ Dillashaw. Now, of course, by fighting Henry Cejudo, TJ Dillashaw is not going to be giving up his um, bantamweight um, championship belts because that's just for another weight division and he's going to be fighting Henry Cejudo at 125 pounds so overall speaking this fight is going to be really interesting because um, we haven't really seen TJ Dillashaw cut down to 125 pounds because that's just really really uh, hard for him I feel like for him to actually cut down to such a low weight division 
I mean, already looking at him at 135 pounds, he's really shredded, but cutting down to 125 pounds, it could potentially have some detrimental effects on his performance. Not really sure that it's actually going to be um, impacting his um, endurance and cardio throughout the fight. But just say in terms of hydration and things like that, his body might be already depleted prior to the fight. And I'm just not really sure if his body is going to perform the same way that it usually does um, throughout bantamweight, okay? So overall speaking, this fight is going to be really interesting because Henry Cejudo is a phenomenal wrestler, okay? Um, and um, TJ Dillashaw, he, overall, he's a very well-rounded mixed martial artist. So it would be, again, it would be really interesting to see how things will actually go down, I, I'm personally rooting for TJ Dillashaw in this fight. I just feel like he has more weapons um, uh, in him that he can actually present to Henry Cejudo throughout the fight, and he can potentially win this fight just uh, through decision. So that's what my prediction is for this fight. But again, we shall wait and see what actually does happen because, again, the MMA math, as we all know, never almost works out. But again, we shall wait and see what actually goes down. And man, of course, of course, I talked a lot about different things today on the show. And we're not going to have enough time to break down the Coleman event and some of the other fights on that UFC Fight Night ESPN card, unfortunately. But make sure that you tune in to both that UFC card and that Adrian Broner and Manny Pacquiao fight. Um, yeah, man, that's all for today. Yay. Okay, so... Yes, you already know. In order to catch up with our previous episodes, y'all, you can go to cfre.ca. And of course, you can always go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And once again, a reminder, in case I haven't emphasized enough, Manny Pacquiao, Adrian Broner happening this Saturday, and UFC Fight Night ESPN in Brooklyn also happening on the same night, Saturday, January 19th. Make sure you catch up with all of them. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.